Hello and welcome back to another episode of Going Through the Motions with me, Callum. And me, Alex. How's it going, guys? The podcasting equivalent of the fat on your back. Ooh, I don't have any fat on my back. I am Mate, lean. No, you do. I tell you what, right? So, so I, um, so I, there's a long, there is a, there's an end. How I get there is, uh, is, is clear at the end of this story, but I'm, I'm going to be going away for a while, Alex. Right. Oh, are you? Um, okay. Yeah, I'm going to be. I'm going to be traveling a fair bit. Right. Um, for, okay. For work. Okay. We'll we'll come back to this. I'm sure at some point in the end, or uh, maybe even hint on it a bit more in the beginning. Um, but because of this, I've got to make sure that I um I'm I'm not I'm not got COVID before I go. And yes. obviously, I've got yeah, to very test. important. Very very, very important. important. And I've got to test before I go. Um. Because last week I had a bit of a cold, I feel feel fine now. Um, but I uh, I'm I'm not I'm not flying till next Tuesday. Mm-hmm. So I've been I've I've just take, I've decided to self isolate for the last week or so, um, so that I can uh, I can prepare myself before I go away. So yeah, no, don't risk it. I've not been risking it because the last thing I want to do is uh, yeah I have to change my flight twenty four hours beforehand, Alex. Oof. But of course I've I've not been going to the gym, so I've been gymming back at home, Alex. Of course, have when you? you? Can, but when you can gym at home, Alex, you can gym with your shirt off. Nobody cares. No one, no one, no, the, the the attendees at your house, Alex, don't ask you to put your shirt back on and no. tell and tell you that they've had to tell you this three or four times and that you're going to get your your license um, revoked if you keep taking items of clothing off. In the okay. Exercise okay, area. but I can I can imagine I, I can I, imagine. I don't have though, to get that told to me when I'm at home. Yeah, but I can imagine that once you've finished getting your sweat on and you yeah. and and you flump your manky sweaty back <laughs> on the sofa, I reckon yeah. Maddie's got one or two things to say about that. She hates it. No, but uh, <laughs> but it's great. It's great because I'll but I still do it. Like at my old gym, great. I take my clothes off. I take everyone else's off as well. Do you know what the funny thing is, oh, right? I see. Like, and everyone, because it's really good. There's a couple of there's a couple of guys there, and they they hate it. Like they hate it so much when I try and take their shirts off. But it's a wee game <laughs> that we play, where like where I'm like we trying to I'm not, and I'm like trying to roll it up from the back, and like gen, like one of them threatened threatened me with a knife. Well, this is the real reason why you've had to change gyms, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. This is the real reason why you've had to change gyms. But they did. But they. But it's a wee game that we. I mean, they don't know it's a game, but we. No. But, it's, but we love it. But we, yeah, we collectively they really enjoy it um but anyway so i've had to do this from 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 home because i'm because i'm being good and self-isolating and um i i i gymmed i i does one gym two gym two gym jam gym i jammed that's it i had a jam um i jammed uh all over the place um i I was very sweaty after i jammed i'll tell you that for free right um and uh, this is your content warning let's keep it pg now okay okay i did and uh and uh the back fat alex the back fat is 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 more than i considered you know you know when you check your bank account after you've paid everything you've bought all your christmas presents etc and it's lower than you thought and you you get a bit of a, a scare yeah it was kind of that it was think of that equivalent i'm thinking i'm i'm feeling pretty good i have done jammed and, mm-hmm. then I, and then I see my back fat, Alex, the, f- the, 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 the collection at the back, and it's not pretty. None right. of it's pretty, Alex. Mm, I, I, I get Any you. comments, Alex? I get it. Well, I get having seen having seen your back fat. I can, yeah. you know, I can sympathise because you're right. It's not. It's not. It's not that pretty. To be fair, really, you don't really lot. want to be looking at that. You don't no. really want to be looking at that. But no. 
you know, as I've been told by other two people that have fills. gone to the gym. Two handfuls I can get, Alex. Two. My goodness. <laughs> yeah, sorry. My as goodness. other people, you've gone to the I gym. Know, as, as other people have told me, you know, you're not gonna, not going to shave that shit off in like one workout or even no, two. No. You've got to keep it, keep at it. I believe yeah. in you. I think when the guy offered to knife me at the gym the other day, outside the back of the gym, I think he was offering some sort of cheap plastic surgery option. Oh, right. So he okay. was trying to do me a favor, actually, is what he was basically saying. Oh, interesting. Um, so, so I thought maybe that. it was the it was one of the guys that you tried to take his shirt off. And no, no, that was it. It was the same one. It. it was the same one. Same oh, one. same oh, guy. Okay, okay, okay. He, he no, he loves it. He loves it. Oh, okay. he, his favorite thing as well is when I follow him home and like oh, with his, right. with his yeah, children yeah, yeah. and stuff. He hates that when I like scare them. I put a mask on. They hate it. It's a it's a wee joke that we play. Oh, okay, um, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, exactly. I know where his wife works too. <laughs> um, so, how have you been, mate? I've been all right. Yeah. It's been good. Uh, yeah. I'm also going to be traveling, although not as far as you, next yeah. week. I'm going back up to Scotland. Wow. Early. Uh, some 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 would say the the rarer treat, the, mm. the nicer treat to be able yes. to, to get back home. Are you, how long are you home for? Two whole weeks. Two whole weeks? Two wow. whole weeks. How are you going to fill, you gonna fill your time up there in two whole weeks up in <laughs> Scotland? Th- this is the question I'll be asking myself after the third day, I think. Oh, you yeah. think it's going to take you to the third day before you're bored? Uh, maybe. From maybe. I'm time. not sure. I just know I don't want to be I, I don't, I don't want to be in London much longer, to be honest. No, no. I kind of wish I was already gone, uh, to be fair. Why? What's wrong? What's happened? Oh, nothing. Nothing's what someone happened. said to you? No, 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 nothing like that. No, nothing's happened really, but (laughs) have you been getting a lot of texts from a lot of people just going, oh, I've only gone and got COVID? No, I haven't. No, have but it is, it's 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 getting it's getting pretty bad. I I've had to it's... turn down a few parties. Oh yeah, um, it's get it's it's getting around, and I'm like, ah, I don't want to be here. I know, I'm trying don't, to get out don't want to be too. here. I mean, I think it's an abstract fact, right? I mean, it's, it doesn't really matter where you are. The thing is obviously spreading a huge amount. Um, but hey, no, of as, course. But as I as I read in the as I read in a Facebook comment uh, the other day, very wise comment. If you turn the news off, it doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> so is that uh, like is that like a Schrodinger's cat kind of logic? Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Fine. So, uh, so there's that. It's an interesting one to subscribe <laughs> to. And the rules don't apply to you as well because you don't know the rules because they're not there for you. So yep, that's great, fair. isn't it? Fair. Um, but of course, we are not a back fat rule following podcast, Alex. No, we're not. No, we are. Somebody tried to accuse us of it at once, and we Could had words. That? Could you we imagine that? Could you imagine that if someone said to us, "We are," because we're just not. No. Um, we are, of course, a music and a movies podcast. And each week we are going to be delivering some Christmas cheer because, of course, Alex, this is our Christmas episode. It is indeed. Now, it's a bit of a drop off from last year, Alex. Can you remember what we did last year? Because I know you don't didn't last time we recorded. You've no idea what we did last year. No, I can't. I can't you remember. Because you announced, Alex, if I if I if I don't mind, in uh, showing the egg, showing where the egg is on your face. Right. You announced at the end of last episode that we'd be doing the Father Christmas this episode. Oh, but Fa- Alex, wait, Father Christmas. <laughs> Father, no, Santa Claus, Alex. Oh, the but Santa Alex, Claus. But Alex, wait, hang on, wait, 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 wait. That's what. Go. Wait, wait. That's what we watched for this week. Oh, Alex, no. Oh no 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 no! It's not a pantomime. It's a pantomime, Alex. This. I just watched this before logging on here. Oh, you are just the worst. You're the worst human. You're trying to do what I did last time with the Godzillas, and it won't runny daddy work, will it? It won't runny daddy work. <laughs> well, what can I say? I tried. Um. So we we kind of 
we scratch our brains to what to deliver. I mean, you guys know. I don't know why you, we're, we're kind of like pandering around and 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 um, delivering a kind of like an like a like as if there's a drum roll here. But we we thought about what we wanted to do for you guys, and I think you initially came forward with uh, Disney's uh, what's it, a good day to die Home Alone or something. Uh, like yeah, this? good day to Home Alone Hard. <laughs> a I good think day it's home called Home Alone Hard. Yeah, um, which by all accounts is fucking dreadful. Well, and, so they say. I wouldn't know because I haven't bloody watched it. Well, why didn't you watch it? I would you have only watched it for this podcast? Well, I, I don't have. I, look, I know I'm self-employed and I and I <laughs> run my own time, but I don't have like endless time to just watch as many movies as I want in a week. There's only very few times where I have to bang the gavel down and say, "No, I'm sorry, I can't do this." And <laughs> this was one of them because when you texted me, "We're gonna do a good day to have some home." being being home alone home alone um, hard is it home alone hard what's the fucking thing called i don't uh mary home alone and day is it something home it's the new disney home alone mary, the, mary home alone and day where the kids not mary home alone and day you absolute slut right um, so it's called <laughs> something else um but the thing about it is I, I and I said to you, if we're gonna do it, this is this is gonna be our last episode for a while, and I'll, I'll you know obviously back to the whole leaving and and um, we'll talk about that near the end, but this is gonna be the last episode we do for 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 probably a few weeks now. Um, Definitely the last one of twenty twenty one, and and, all, and also it's episode ninety nine, Alex. It's crept up yeah. on us nine nine. That's yeah. mental, isn't it? Yeah. That like that is mental. Yeah, that it is. is. It really is. Um, it's it's really it sinks in now and again when I say it out loud. Um, but uh, we didn't want to just do any old shit, so we did. Uh, we looked at uh, "It's a Wonderful Life" and we thought that'll be for episode three, uh, two hundred and ninety-nine. Before we get yep. to three hundred, we looked at Elf, and you said too much Will Ferrell. Um, yep. We looked at, I guess, another one. What was the What was the other one? Uh, Miracle in Forty Second Street. We wanted to We wanted to give you a little bit of class. Yeah, the Santa um, Claus Two. The Santa Claus Two. That the one. That's the one that doesn't have Jim Cummings in it. Oh no, that's Santa Claus three. No, what? No, do you mean? Do you mean Alan coming? No, I meant Jim coming. I definitely didn't misspeak. <laughs> I misspoke, Alex. I was joking. Yeah. All right. Okay. Alan fine. Coming. Yeah. Oh, fine. Do you know, he's okay, doing okay, a. Cool. He did a sort of TV series with Miriam Margolis around Scotland. He's got a very Scottish accent, Alan Cumming. Yeah. Can, did you not really, know that? No, no, I did. I did, but it threw me off hearing him say. It. I oh, thought, right. Okay. I always thought he was Russian. Um, <laughs> but, um, bodies, bodies. But um, of course. We've gone with a we've gone with a modern classic. We are with um, a Richard Curtis classic. Yeah, we are. Yeah. I mean, I, this is a this is a classic Christmas movie, right? You would say yeah. this is. It, it's a classic Christmas movie, and also like, I I think I'm not going too far to say a British cultural staple. It is. It is kind and... of like the movie, kind of like the movie equivalent of Mr. Brightside. Nobody yeah. knows. Nobody knows why it's uh, it's still around, but it's never. It's not left the chart for about twenty five yeah. years, and it never will. Yeah, but um, Mister, but the killers aren't British, Alex. You keep making that mistake. They're not actually British. No, I know, I know that. I I, I was embarrassingly old when I found that out. Actually, but <laughs> yeah. the fact the fact remains that that song just does something. Yeah, to yeah. The British public, and I think this movie does also. Well, I'll start. I'll start off. Um, so obviously, we've got um, Richard Curtis, who, who's 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 delivering this movie with a bang, and Craig Robinson, 
does an absolute blinder with the score. And obviously, I wanted I want to talk around the score now. There's not so Craig much... Robinson. Craig Robinson. No, it's not Craig Robinson from The Office. No, right. Okay. It's the, the 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 composer Craig Robinson. But but there is. I mean, it is an amazing score. Um, and the reason why I say it's an amazing score is this is a classic example of where when you watch this movie, I can hear all the musical cues. That yeah. clarinet that just. That, that like makes its way through this the, the the piano i can hear it all like yeah. when i see the photos like i can just see sorry it's not craig robinson it's craig armstrong sorry right okay there we go <laughs> uh, craig armstrong i was getting it mixed up i was craig robinson it's craig armstrong i'm sure people were screaming at the screen um but yeah craig, craig armstrong Portland. but i can hear his clarinet i can hear all of the piano i can hear us and i've got a little hidden uh gem for you alex and oh, craig, yeah. Ar- craig armstrong's actually from scotland as well nice and I'll go one stage further. There is a. Piece I should of... not be. Should we all be surprised with a name yeah. like Craig Armstrong? Yeah, yeah don't there think is. So. <laughs> there is a little hidden, uh, uh, almost love letter to Scotland in the Ooh. score, which I'm not sure if you know about. But we'll get I, to I that. I don't think we, I do. We can get to. We can get to. So, um, when I when I say that that it's so recognisable, the the music for this, um, obviously we have that really lovely introduction that that um was actually filmed at Heathrow. So that, that, that's real people coming off flights and, and yeah, coming off flights yeah, and, the, and, and the kind of the, the overture from um, from uh, from the, the great Hugh Grant. Keep keep. I've not met him in a while, actually. No, not in a while. <laughs> no. Not in a while. Because you moved away from him from his, I know. Uh, from his bump, haunting, haunting bump, ground. Bump into him quite a lot. Um, but of course, then when the screen goes black, there is just that I can just feel the music coming in when it goes. Um, I feel it in my fingers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel it in, and it's just such a a recognize. It's, it's such a recognizable intro, isn't it? Yeah, it for is. love is all around me. Um, and and you know to give it to give it a mention, like the introduction of Billy Mack and his manager is so funny between isn't the it? two of them, isn't it? Those two are just brilliant and all i the love way through the movie well because that's rabsy nesbitt as well who plays his manager as well I don't yeah. know if you know rabsy nesbitt the kind of scottish cult comedy character from glasgow who i'm yeah. sure craig armstrong probably does know um but but i just i just think it's absolutely wonderful and what i think is so wonderful is the arrangement because it's it's a specific arrangement that's used um so obviously wet 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 who originally did the song yeah um and it was Marty Pello, I believe, was the original singer. So, so many Scottish connections. Yeah, Marty obviously, Pello. <laughs> obviously from Glasgow as well. Yeah. Um, are you thinking of the Limmy sketch? <laughs> yeah, Marty Yeah, I thought Pello. you were thinking of the Limmy sketch. <laughs> Anytime anybody says Marty Pello, I just I think he of was the Limmy Marty sketch. Pe- I didn't know you were a Limmy that fan. Man, that man was Marty Pello. <gasps> <gasps> I didn't know you were a Limmy fan. I love Limmy so Oh, much. we could do some... I could, we could... <laughs> talk about this after i'm going to send you some fucking memes i'll tell you that for free. oh god um but but the, the what i love is the way that craig armstrong has scored the montage at the start of the of the movie when we're being introduced to all the characters and it's just it's it's wonderful like it's it's a not a christmas song but if you throw some sleigh bells under it it's a bloody christmas song that's the reason Definitely. i like um Definitely. love is all around me and it's a great great little montage of you know hot spots of london Oh my wow. god, I've got some thoughts on that, mate. I will get to that in the in the notes of, of, of London. Can I say some things that are I mean, like, let's be really honest. There's this movie isn't perfect. Some of the dialogue is quite clunky. Yeah, like, I mean 
it's really weird, isn't it? Because th- this was like the nth time I've watched this movie, and I say nth because I don't know how many times I've watched this movie. Yeah. Because it's it, it, it's reached the stage of every year at Christmas yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It will get watched. So yeah. I'm I'm inclined to think I've probably watched it at least once every year since it's come out. Yeah. Or something close to that. Because and and when you know a movie that well, you kind of stop noticing as you say, like clunky dialogue yeah, or uh, exactly you know, really yeah. on the nose uh foreshadowing or yeah, any of this sort of stuff. Yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, because you just it's it's on and it's there and these characters are doing their thing. They're telling a story that you've seen a million times before. And it's great. It's like a warm hug. Yeah. But there is I think it's just some of the um I think it's 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 the way, and they have to do this because there's so many leading characters, isn't there? I mean, I, oh yeah, there isn't really a main character in this, but so they're all kind of the main character. But, yeah. but in order to try and expedite some of the understandings and the connections, and I, what always amazes me is, I would love to sit down and track who's who and like how they're all connected because yeah. almost every single character is connected to another one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apart it, from maybe from Billy Mac, um, but they all watch him on the TV, so it's. It's kind of understandable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I wonder is he is he personally connected to no, no, he's any not. Of the characters he's at all? not. I looked it he's up. Not. He's not. No. Um. So he doesn't really interact with anyone. I guess maybe until the end of the airport sequence, but he doesn't really directly interact with any of them. Right. Um. So so yeah. So a bit bit. I I I, I still watch it, but the 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 dialogue obviously has to work to make sure that you know who who's who. So I guess mm-hmm. it gets a pass. Um. Another thought I had. Do you know how old Kira Knightley is in this movie? Yeah, isn't that isn't that like seventeen or something? Yeah, she's seventeen when they filmed this. That's problematic. <laughs> she's quite young in this movie, and yeah. she's is it Chiwetel Ejiofor and and Andrew Lincoln? I can't, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't pronounce the name, but but they're a little bit older than her. I mean, a good just ten a years old. Bit. Yeah, just ten a years older. Bit. It's a bit odd, and I think when you're introduced to her and it's her wedding day. She does look very, very young. Like she's all she's. I mean, she does have just a naturally youthful looking face. Oh, definitely. I mean, it's Karen. It's Karen Knightley. I don't yeah. know if I would go so far as to say she looks seventeen. No, I don't think she does. But she, yeah. So maybe it's not a youthful looking face. I think she just she just kind of has that sort of like Hollywood face, if that makes yeah. sense. She just looks like someone who should be famous. Um, and I, I guess they do make her look older with some of the, like some of the costume designs are so like, I think she comes as she, with a Banoffee pie with her, with her oh, weird yeah, pork scene, pie yeah. hat and like she, it's, you know, it's the Dido stuff that plays in the background after that. And, um, that's, she even dresses like Dido, I think from that first album. So it's, it's just kind of very, um, yeah, it made, made me laugh a huge amount that sort of uh, stuff. Oh yeah, that is quite good actually. I like um, Thomas, is it Thomas Brody? Thomas, the, yeah. the, the, the wee boy? Yeah. yeah. Um, how old do you think he is? Oh, I can't imagine he's anything over twelve. He's thirteen. Oh, so close! But he, but he looks very young. He all, he just has yeah. a very youthful looking face, and it's amazing to think that Kira Knightley and him are five years apart. Like that's that's not a oh, lot. Oh, oh, do you know what I, I mean? hadn't done that maths. Yeah, Ooh. it's there's a there, and they look so. I mean, he looks so bloody young. Anyway, so yeah, um, just just some other stuff there. Um, so let, let's go to the musical. One of the first real musical occurrences that took place off uh, score or off soundtrack. And that was at Kira Knightley's wedding. Yeah. Now, 
t- I, I, Alex, I'm planning a wedding right now, okay? Oh my god. Okay, I'm planning a wedding right now. And if you're right. telling me that they managed to sneak in all of those musicians, there's no way that's happening. There's no way you're keeping something like that a surprise. Okay, so I mean this is not this is not explicit in the movie, right? Yep, yep. I can f- I can fool believe that you can get a choir you can get a choir up into the choir stalls without the bride and groom noticing. Yeah. In that church. I believe yeah. that can be done. I think all the instrumentalists are were already guests. I thought I think they were all already like they're they're mates who play type thing. Well, they might, they have to be mates who play because you because yeah. you would be looking you'd be looking around the room and, and you'd be seeing all these faces and you go, I only read the hell are who you? Who the fuck are all these people? Yeah. Exactly. No, exactly. So they I, have to yeah. be mates who play. I think they're mates who play because uh. I think I think they're they're, they're too random instrument like the flutes i always thought was random i think it's the flutes that give it away because obviously you've got the trombones going and that's obviously part of the song and stuff like that and so you expect that but then the actual flutes i'm like okay so that's a pretty random instrument choice it must just be because their mates played the flute and they were doing that yeah so yeah. i don't know that's kind of why why but who's but who sings it i feel like we're supposed to know who that is and i've got no idea who that is Love in love at sure. Is it is it someone who was famous at the time yeah, of this movie I coming out, and so. now nobody knows who he is? Uh, so it's Lyndon David Hall. Okay, who's that? Yeah, it's a very good question. Uh, English singer songwriter. Um, God, this guy's got to be in a pub quiz question somewhere. Oh God, yeah. Um, oh, he sadly he died in two thousand and six at the age Ooh. of thirty one from complications from stem cell transplant jeez so that didn't oh, take God. a turn but his discography is great alex do you do you ever want to listen to what do you think his his uh his his title on his uh his 1997 uh, uk selling chart was i haven't 40, a bloody 40, clue mate. it was 45th um it was called sexy cinderella so that sexy so cinderella can, sexy cinderella yeah exactly um but yeah he's, he's done some he's done some great some music he did a uh, lady lady day um, and that featured Robbie Coltrane. Okay. Oh no, sorry, John Coltrane. John, Big Robbie difference. Coltrane. Oh my <laughs> god. A wee bit, wee bit of a deliberate slip of the tongue there. Thought it'd be quite uh, funny. John Coltrane's yeah. great. Oh, well, he's performing John Coltrane. Sounds pretty good. Bit, bit of jazz leg legendary. Um, what I also quite liked, and, and we will get to the score because obviously there's a lot of score stuff. But another piece of music that I thought was really quite great and quite clever was the use of, and in another Scottish example, was the Bay City Rollers got got a got a wee play. Oh, that's a heartbreaking. That's a heartbreaking little scene there. It is. It Before, really is. I, I and I always wait for the moment. It's the delivery of the of Liam Neeson's line, uh, "My darling girl." Yeah. You know when he. When he hits you with that, oh. that's the that that that's when the tears start flowing. My darling girl, I'm afraid. exactly. It, it, it's, it's, it's really gets you. I I, th- I do think his story is my favorite though. Like his story yep. is the most lovely story with the least amount of complications. I Wait, think. so his story as far as his love story or his story as, as like a role as a stepfather role. To... Stepfather role. The stepfather oh, right, role. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Stepfather roles. It's by far my favorite. I think. Um, but it's nice that he gets like a his own little love payoff at the end as well though isn't yeah it? yeah well with claudia schiffer isn't with it claudia schiffer yeah. well because that's the joke isn't it he, yeah. he 
he sort of says Claudia Schiffer, then turns out that's who it was. So, and I had to look that up. I was like, I'm sure I recognize her. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so that, that made me laugh a lot. But what I liked about the inclusion of Bay City Rules, not only is it another Scottish inclusion, because there's so much this movie's bloody Scottish, but it's actually the fact that they play it at the funeral, as you say. It's very, very sad. But then the song doesn't change. It cuts directly to the wedding and it shows how versatile that song is. It can be played yeah. at a wedding playlist as well yeah. as like a... So I thought that was really, really quite clever. Yeah, which is when we get that lovely, lovely um, interaction uh, between Andrew Lincoln and um, oh, who plays the who play who plays the woman in love with Carl, the American actress. Oh, Laura Lindsay. Laura, uh, Laura Linney. Thank you, Laura so Linney. Much. There are she, too many cast members. So too good many in cast this. members in this movie. But you get that lovely interaction between those two where they debate whether or not it's the worst DJ in the world or not. Oh, that's and so funny. He, I like that scene. Yeah, and then he and then he plays uh, puppy love. And looks very and pleased with himself while doing it. it. Who did Puppy Love? Was well, it one there of the was Osmonds. Was there, it the Osmonds? I think, I think it was, it was the Osmonds. Osmonds. That wasn't this version. Uh, this version, I think, was was it was it S Club Juniors? Oh, it might have been. Remember the S was Club Juniors? Alex? S Club Juniors. Maybe. No. Yes, very, very good. I had a fact about this. So when casting part of Sarah, uh, the part of Sarah, writer and director Richard Curtis auditioned a great many British girls, but kept saying, no, I, I want someone like Laura Linney. Um, right. And the casting director eventually snapped and said, oh, for fuck's sake, then just get Laura Linney then. And Linney auditioned and got the part. Amazing. <laughs> so, Love so that. Great. She is very funny. Like, she's yes. a very, very funny actor. I think she, and she's, she, the, the kind of slapstick comedy and the way that her, like, obviously she's the American in that role, but her kind of understandings of the Britishisms are great. And her story's yeah. pretty tragic, isn't it? I know, it's, re- it, it, it's, it's really quite upsetting. Sad. Yeah. Now, I think, I, I wonder, I think in the early days of watching this movie, I think there was an edited version where you did, where a lot of the brother stuff was cut out. Do you think? I think so because I don't remember. You know that moment where he goes to like he goes to like hit her. Yeah, yeah. And she stops him. I I don't remember seeing that. I mean, I've seen it the last couple of times I've watched it, but um, I I don't remember that from so, my so earliest viewings of this. You're probably there's probably not wrong actually because I never I, I I don't think I can remember. Like I always thought this movie was a twelve. And then there's like the like the kind of the full nudity sequences with Morgan uh, Morgan Freeman. <laughs> Jesus, Morgan that'd be a different. Freeman. Fr- you Martin just sort Freeman. yourself out with these names. Martin, Martin Freeman <laughs> and um, I just I sometimes do it deliberately. Uh, Morgan Freeman and um, what's she called? Stacy. Um, Joanna Page. Joanna Page. And 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 I don't remember that whole sequence watching it when I was younger. I do think there is like a PG version of this movie as like well out there cut. somewhere. Yeah, yeah I think there, I think there must be because yeah, it's not the not the. Uh, not the only time that I've heard something like that. No, that's great. Hey, do you want to talk around some of the tracks on the score? Have you have you got it to because there's a couple of like motifs, right, that play throughout this. There's a couple of just famous pieces there of are, music. There are. Now, I'll be honest, I know this soundtrack back to back. I have absolutely zero idea how they correspond to the track listing on the well, very fortunately, Alex, the track listing, it almost explains exactly what you watch. For example, Sam's Bedroom. Sam's Bedroom is the kind of the, the more melancholy. It's a very sad and moody track that covers the scene when Emma Thompson and Liam Neeson are kind of chatting in the kitchen and Liam yeah. Neeson kind of keeps breaking down. Um, 
but but then but then you have the the do 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 the the, the clarinet piece of yeah. music is called in love with with uh, Carl, yeah. um, and it's also you know kind of follows on from that on the bench. So on the bench is when he says you know I'm I'm actually I'm not depressed I'm in love, and then that move that that whole storyline kicks off with that clarinet that wonderful clarinet that just it's it's like a curious little instrument that just cuts through a lot of these things and and I guess it it amplifies what I think it does is it really curious amplifies is a great word to it describe is, the sound of a clarinet it is because it just like it just makes its way in it's it's interested in learning a little bit about what's happening in the scene it's used it's used in a for a verse it's a very versatile instrument because it's used for a multitude of different reasons but it's always done because it always it shows when an audience member or sorry when a cast member um f- cast member is thinking uh, yeah. i don't know if you know this it's it's kind of like it's the sort of the the clarinet is the instrument that accompanies a good idea yeah forming in your yeah. mind yeah. and i th- and i think that that's what they that's how craig armstrong uses that instrument so effectively in the score and he uses it on a number of tracks but specifically on the bench is a really great example of this when they're talking yeah. about the I girl. Do, I do love that description of the clarinet you just gave, because you know one of the, you know some of these pieces of music that you that, that you grew up listening to as a kid, like when you're list, when you're learning about classical music in school. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. do do you know Peter and the Wolf? Yeah, I was going to say Peter and the Wolf is the classic example of the clarinet. Yeah, P- Peter and the Wolf because the animal and slash character that the cla- clarinet no that the clarinet represents oh. is the cat oh that's right the curious cat and, uh, like cats are curious and cats are cunning and cats you know clarinet and it's great yeah. that just popped into my head while you're doing it no peter is the strings callum he has a full string section because he's the have, fucking hero that's you've why you've got to watch you've got to watch <laughs> strings aren't that great mate. they're overrated yeah, you've got it. <laughs> You've got to watch Fargo, mate. They literally do one episode, and the whole like the whole start of the episode is about. How did Peter you manage? It's to... about Peter and the Wolf. It's about Peter and the I Wolf. Oh, episode. How did you manage to get in a fucking Fargo? I'm gonna I'm gonna oh just pin God. you back, Clockwork Orange style, and pin your eyes open and make you watch it. You'll thank me for right, it. Okay. Um, it's got Martin Freeman, Morgan Freeman in it. It's got Morgan Freeman in it. <laughs> yeah, he's not naked in this one though. No, um, I love that little storyline. It is quite I funny, it's isn't so it? So funny. But what are they doing? Like, what are they? What are they doing? Because Maddie All said right. the same thing. It's like, why are they humping when they've got their clothes on at the start? Like, is yeah. it? Is it? What? What's happening? Okay. Because you'll know this sort of thing. No, you're, I don't. You're quite a filthy. No, but you are. You're a dirty guy. Right. So you'll know. You're quite good with your sort of like your dirty of all, movies. First of all, I don't <laughs> think they're standing for porn. Well, Alex, okay. That's well, what you I would know. I would. I would that's know. That's what you I would used know. to think. Yeah. No, I. I think this is just because there's a line that Martin Freeman says about him standing in for Tom Cruise one time or something like that. It's like, yeah. all right, okay, so standing in for actors and stuff like that. I t- yeah, you. You're. You are right. I cannot imagine that this is a thing that is an actual role that people do and are have to should do I Goog- should i google it as, as we're saying this because there's got you're right it's got to be what uh what's the name what are martin freeman and what's her name joanna, joanna page joanna page actually i'm not gonna put the word actually twice in this search yeah, yeah. doing in love actually right yeah <laughs> please don't know my my it's gonna get oh alex so John, Martin right. Freeman, and Judy. Yeah. John and I, Judy. 
I, it's a shame that they didn't do like her name Jill and his name being Jack. I thought that would have been quite funny. Like a right, little okay. thing. Um, they're professional stand-ins for films. They meet doing a sex scene for a film for yeah. which Tony is a production assistant. Yeah. So I think that's what it is. It's just that they're, oh, hang on, played a porn stand-in named John. So they're, they're porn stand-ins. Okay, so it is porn. I think so. Well, you, I mean, you would know. Like, you, well, get, well, you keep it, saying <laughs> this. You keep, you keep saying this. <laughs> you, I don't know you, what you're basing you, this you're on. Just, I, you love it, don't you? You're like that. Oh, I like God. all forms of art, mate. You do? I like all forms of art. <laughs> you like it. You like, I don't you like, judge. I'm you not like a crude, prude. crude toilet books, don't I'm you? I'm not a prude. Yeah, that's nice. Page three is still art, Alex. You're right. Keep yeah. keep the flag flying. Yeah. Um, can can I talk I'll about on that hill. one what <laughs> one one track? I mean, it is the most famous, I think, piece of music. It's the it's the love actually sweet or the sad piece of music is and it, and it's played during the the track Total Agony. Right. Um. Now it accompanies a lot of the the scenes that where we see the Total Agony. Now. The, the, I would say the the most heartbreaking scene. We'll, we're going to come back to it, but the most heartbreaking scene where this track is used, where it could, um, is is the Emma Thompson, Alan Rickman storyline. Yeah. Um, with the necklace and 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 this is, I mean, if you you know the track, you know it. I can hear it in my head, and I can't. You know what I'm talking about, don't you? The yeah. the the main piano piece of music and the the full strings kind of come in and play it. Um, it, it it's played, yeah. So so um, it's very sad. With it, with a necklace scene, um, it is. But... It's it's great that a movie like this kind of broaches those subjects, though, right? Yeah, the yeah. The fact that like they're, they're doing they're doing a love that they're following lots and lots and lots of different love stories, and one of the main stories that they decided to focus on was of one when people the, fell out of love. Yeah, when or not that they fell, not that they fell out of love because she clearly still loves him but when you know what what do you do when you're just so betrayed by someone yeah and like that yeah. speech she goes on after the school show at the end when she's like you know you made a fool out of the life i lead yeah and everything like that and that they're kind of still together although that's not really answered in the airport at no. the end of the movie it's never no. really resolved and <laughs> i think it's kind that, of like together for the kids sort of thing kind of but again not not totally explained and i think that that's actually a really really powerful thing but i mean mm. while we're on while we're on that storyline i think the scene when she's in her bedroom lis- listening to both sides uh, both, now yeah. both sides now by joni mitchell is just heartbreaking oh god and it's one of the finest pieces of like non-dialogue acting i've seen because they last I, I don't know if you'd clocked this like when you were watching it but it lasts a while she goes through yeah. like two verses and a course of like you know just pure reaction and emotion yeah. it's it's a great like and the, the masterclass of acting what's lovely is the camera stays with her as she's rallying her family to get them out the door to go to the show yeah yeah uh, and it's oh. just and it's just the little looks here the 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 the, the blink and you'll miss it look that betrays the real emotion oh, that she, she's, she's feeling she is so good she's so fucking good dame emma thompson do you know she actually wore um a fat suit for a lot of this because she's a very 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 skinny person do you know yeah. she had to wear a sort of fat suit for a few scenes in this um maybe you didn't know but i but didn't know you that. but now you that. do i um, am disappointed by the way yeah, I'm disappointed that Kate Winslet is not in this movie. Yeah, I know. It feels like the sort of movie that she would be in, doesn't it? Well, not just that, 
because it would it would be a reunion of sorts of the yeah. main cast for Sense and Sensibility. That movie. Yeah. That, oh, that, would that, it that, be that movie that you love? That's shocking. <laughs> um, Billy Bob Thornton is in this, Alex. He is. He as is. the 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 president of the Here's United a question. States. Here's yeah, a go question. for it. Is he in this because his first name is Billy Bob? I because I'm sorry because quite I'm likely, sorry, yeah. but he is playing mr um u.s president yankee doodle dandy well he's i mean they're basically they're basically um bloody bloody um bush and um tony blair aren't they that that's their characters they're bush and blair well you say that but he does reference tony blair leaving when he arrives in office does he yeah he does he says um um the kids something about the kids yeah when he's when he's greeting his household staff uh, when Hugh Grant's greeting the staff, he's like, "Oh, it'll be much easier than the last guy. No, uh, no kids, no mess, no scary wife," which oh. I think is really funny. Yeah, <laughs> Cherie Blair. Can I can I give you one of the most amazing fact? You, you're you're going to love this. This is just an amazing. This is amazing on so many levels. So this is between Billy Bob Thornton and Hugh Grant. Okay, and this is the fact yeah. I found. Okay, this it takes a few turns. This fact: the first thing, knowing about Billy Bob Thornton's quite unusual fear of antique furniture. What? That's that's the start of the what? fact. That's the start of the fact. Aye, okay. Aye, aye. <laughs> knowing about Billy Bob Thornton's quite unusual fear of antique furniture, <laughs> Hugh Grant would sometimes flash a piece of antique, which is abundant or in abundance in England, in front of Thornton just before the camera rolled and watch him freak out for amusement. What? <laughs> what the fuck is that you've just told me? That is the <laughs> maddest thing I've ever heard in my life. Now, usually I take a lot of my facts from relatively verified sources. I'm not sure. That was an IMDb fact, actually, and I don't know if that's true or not. I don't know if that's true or not, but no, I right. want that to be <laughs> oh, true. God. I want that to be true. I, do you know what? I'm back on Google, Alex. I'm back oh, on here. I okay. don't know what to think because that's the kind of thing that it's it's so mad it might actually be true. Do you know what I mean? Fear. Fear of antique furniture. <laughs> oh, fuck, he does. According to New Zealand Herald, Thornton actually does have a, he's a phobia of antiques. That's nuts. That is mental. What, do you want to know what it's called? What? Oh, please tell me there's a scientific name for that. Okay, okay, here we go. Um, so the name uh, of, a, of an extreme, extreme or irrational uh, and often unwarranted fear of furniture. Because <laughs> sometimes it's rational and warranted. <laughs> oh my God, how can I... Epiplaphobia. Epiplaphobia. Yeah. Epiplaphobia. Fuck me. Well, there's that, mate. There is that. Jeez. Oh, my days. We got jump in this, Alex. Now, that's a very famous... This is my favourite scene in the movie. It's a very famous sequence, isn't it? Every single time I watch this movie, I have to watch this twice. Really? No, I swear. I rewind it every time. I rewind it every time, and there's a couple of reasons why. Because... 
I think the way he gets into it is so good. He's just, you know, he's, ta- he's taken off his tie after a hard day yeah. running the country and he's looking out the window and then his hips just start bopping. Just, <laughs> and then he just starts and it's fantastic. And like you get the iconic stuff of going down the staircase past the other prime ministers. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. iconic. But there's this absolute genius moment when obviously his housekeeper's about to catch him and he's doing that you know, um, pointing arm swivel thing. Do you know what I mean? Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. You know, the the, the grease lightning thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? yeah. And, the, and then the there's just stops. a split second. No, 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 but it, it's even before he stops, but there's a split second where he looks into the camera and he breaks the fourth wall, and I love it. Oh, yeah, yes. And yeah, I yeah. love it. And he does. I think they he use that ab- for the trailer. No, but he absolutely does look into the camera and break the fourth wall, like, just before... Uh, the housekeeper turns uh, turns into shot, and I just think it's the most self aware, you know, super famous a- actor making a tit of himself on camera in Downing Street, and I love it. Yeah. I absolutely love it. Nah, it is great. Um, obviously by the the Pointer Sisters who originally did Jump for my love. So yeah, great piece of music. Now, Alex, I said I would get back to the um the the, the, the kind score. Of- the the scorey score yeah and the scottish yeah. roots of the score mm-hmm. now i talked a little bit about um the track um total agony but the yes. track much like the bay city rollers how it's used it's got two reasons it can be a track for how much you love someone but how much you miss someone as well because it's just such a it's such a um I guess a kind of um, a chameleon of music, as it were. And and it's played again, but it's got a different title. It's actually called the Glasgow Love Theme. Yeah. And and the Glasgow Love Theme, because it was, it was recorded, a lot of the music with this was recorded in Glasgow um, with Craig Armstrong in his, in his studio. Um, and this is played at its, uh, the, the most, the, the most peak of this piece of music. I mean, this is the most, one of the most famous piece of music, I think, from the movie, is when we're watching Keira Knightley's um, wedding through yeah. Andrew Lincoln's camera lens, because it's all yes. her. And and that piece of music, because it's, it's a full suite of music. Like, it's a full suite. It takes you, you know, it's high, it's low, it's 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 the the kind of the, um, oh, the musical term, um, the, 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 it's almost like cascading sound, um, yeah. oh it's wonderful um so so I, I read an interesting fact so um this is actually a quote from craig armstrong if you'd like so he said the first time i read love actually i remember laughing out loud at the script richard is such a great writer and bill bill nye's character was an amazing creation one oh, of the yeah. f- one of the fun things in doing the score was that quite a lot of it was recorded in my studio in Glasgow. And when you write music for romantic comedy, I find it's best not to go with the humour and instead go with the emotion of the scene. The Glasgow love theme was one of several themes that I wrote for the film, which had a romantic loneliness about it, which seemed to reflect the unrequited love throughout the film. Yeah. And and that is the word like that's the phrase to describe all of the music in this. It's it's romantic loneliness. They're all kind of lonely at some point in the movie, yeah. aren't they? Yeah. Um, oh, it's so wistful. Well, there's a very kind it? of like British sensibilities of Yeah. Um, yeah, it's quite solitary, isn't it? Yeah. For the, a it, lot of them. 
yeah and and it's and i oh man i love it i love it because it is just it's just like and i i I do think the the better title of this track is total agony which is this right which is the kind of the less full track when it yeah it's called the glasgow love theme it has the strings that has the it's the full you know shebang whereas total total agony i think it's just the piano um or it's just it's only a few instruments that's that's played um but there's a totally other theme or like feeling that i get when i watch this movie and i'm conscious that i'm sort of on send quite a lot of this mate but the 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 track here with me by dido is played directly after this and, I, and i'm reading directly from my notes here um and i guess like this movie takes so I, so i basically put down god dido really dates this movie but i yeah. love it but i love it so much because it just gives that kind of bridget jones about a boy feeling yeah yeah um, yeah, yeah and, and that I, I era it, it's that era, mate. You're Aggr- right. Aggressive turtlenecks. It is because because you because what it does right is it is it plays that that piece of music. Um, it plays some Dido. It shows Andrew Lincoln coming out onto the Thames, and I think I just I just love London. I just loved, and it was at that moment where I love London. The skyline shots, yep. and it just really it just takes me back. Well, the to, skyline's really interesting, isn't it? Because yeah. that shot, I've I've walked that that walkway where he arrives at the Thames mm-hmm. after his aggressive uh, turtleneck moment. Yeah, yes. And that's a meme. That's a really famous meme, actually, the aggressive turtleneck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But the moment where he walks out onto the Thames, I've walked that walkway like so, so many times. The skyline now is so different, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's amazing. I mean, you Mad. see the gherk- you see the gherkin being made in some of the yeah. skyline shots, like under construction, which is, which yeah. is crazy. Um, but... I just get a feeling watching this movie and I, and I even put down like, I remember I had this on DVD. It takes me back to when I, when I was young and I used to watch this DVD player at my mom's house and just that feeling of nostalgia and that feeling of just like, you know, that, that early two thousands in London, it must've just been a wild time. Like all the Brit pop scene was going mad. You had films yeah. like this films, like about a boy, Bridget Jones, like the radio stations was the XFM was like that Ricky Gervais, Stephen, Stephen Merchant, Carl Pilkington era. Like yeah, it would have yeah. just been a, such a cool era, era to be in London, that yeah, early two yeah. thousands. Like, and I, I just get really wistful because I remember when I was younger, you know, living up in Scotland, I used to always think to myself, I want to move to London. I want to yeah. be there. Yeah. Like, I just, yeah. Hey. Well, and now you are. And now look you, at are, you. Yeah. Look at you all grown up. <laughs> what um? What do you think of Rowan Atkinson in this film? I mean, absolute genius. Well, an absolute genius piece of whatever, like Mr. Beanness loveliness. I love it's it. It's so brilliant. It, he just so steals funny. that scene. He does. The, the gift wrapping. Have you ever bought anything from Selfridges? No, no, but that's so funny. I that's have, just, oh, I yeah. have, I did last Christmas actually. I bought, I bought a pack of candles for a gold mom. necklace. No, okay, no, I bought, okay. Bought, bought, bought a, a pack of candles for mum, and uh, the, and uh, the shop assistant uh, asked do, if I wanted it gift wrapped, and I was. You like, must have said yes. I did. Yeah, I did. Yeah. I did say yes. It was not as extravagant as I was hoping, <laughs> but I did take a little moment to myself and just appreciate that was buying something from selfridges and one of them asked me if i wanted a gift wrapped and i said yes and i just imagined that you were alan rickman that was alan rickman buying something for a mistress yeah who by the way rightly or wrongly and i was and i was kind of humming and hawing about this when i was um uh watching the movie She's the most hated character in this movie, right? She is. But she I always thought she was doing it as a joke. I always thought she was being a joke. Like she was she was pretending to be a sexy secretary. 
Right. I didn't think she was a real character. And when I watch it, I'm like, how would you fall for that? Like, yeah. it's just a joke. Like, she's deliberately doing all of the kind of, all the cliches, is she not? Yeah. Like, but then, you know, how do you how how do you do it subtly when there's a million other storylines going on? Yeah, I do you, guess. Do, yeah. do you know what I mean? But then, but yeah, but you don't. I don't know. For me, I'm never as mad at Alan Rickman as I am at her, and I think that's really unfair of me. I think I'm yeah. really wrong of uh, yeah. about that. Yeah, yeah. He should know better. Well, it, and it's and it's really. I think Emma Thompson sums it up because before he buys the necklace, it, what's the last word she said to her? Be careful with her. Yeah, he, yeah She yeah. literally says, be careful. Yeah, 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 she does. She yeah. knows. And, oh, God, it makes it more heartbreaking. I, I, yeah, I, I think I just see him as a bit more of an idiot, to yeah. be honest. Like, you're an absolute... Well, an absolute fool is what you describe yourself as, mate. But, yeah. Yeah. Well, let's 100%. change let's change tack a little bit and let's talk about the scenes in America or the very quick scene that takes place in America. Yeah. Because well, I mean, that this is, is yeah, hilarious. It, I know. And I think we've probably arrived to probably the most relatable, um, the most relatable scene in the mo- storyline in the movie for, for yourself, Cal. Because <laughs> you went and did this, didn't you? <laughs> you, you, went, you? You went and did this. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's all true. That that's the that's the truest part of the film. Yeah, yeah, yeah you, you just you just no, but it, it it just it made me where's laugh. Ma- so much. Where's Maddie from? Yeah, I'm sure. Oh yeah, America. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but it is just very it's very funny. What I love is that's January Jones. One of the girls is January Jones from like X Men fame and stuff. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. makes me laugh so fucking. Well, oh, no, in the end, movie. one of them is bloody Denise Richards. Denise Richards, of course. Yeah, yeah. that's so funny. Um, oh, I love that! I love that sequence. So oh, much. It, it is so funny that the fact that he could just he just walks into the bar, uh-huh. says one thing, yeah. and then and then just immediately it's just they're they're on. Yeah, yeah. On. It is so funny. We're back to the Kira Knightley storyline, Alex, because it doesn't really have a satisfying conclusion. And of course, we're talking about the number, the the, the kind of the the very famous, the placards, the yes. say it's carol singers. Now, do you know that was actually Andrew Lincoln's, all, that was his handwriting. So he wrote all of those cards. Oh, okay, good for him. Did, did it himself. Um, that's a very famous scene. Like a Probably very famous Probably one of scene. the most iconic ones because yeah. it's, it's kind of like one of these Hollywood movie romantic gesture things that's just so iconic movie telling yeah it's like you see a scene like that and you're like oh my god only in hollywood yeah and only and uh, only at a christmas movie like it's that kind of like hallmark kind of yeah, kind of yeah. cheese and i don't i don't hate that at all i really don't hate that at all i think it's really on brand for the movie i think it, it really there is a time and place for it but and i have I, i've always been disappointed by this i and i still don't understand why Kara Knightley runs out and kisses him. That's what I was going to ask. I because it doesn't end I, that I, film. It I, doesn't end that story. I don't understand it because there is one interesting thing that happens in that when when she does kiss him, he then kind of goes, right, enough. That That's yeah. it now. That's it now. And but that's quite... But you wouldn't do that, would you? No, I, I was just I was you just like... You would not stop thinking about no, it. No, no, I, I, well, no, no, no. I mean, his reaction, for me, and I don't know if this is what the movie was going for or not. For me, I feel like uh, he just witnessed his best friend's wife 
uh, come out the door and you know give him a smooch and go, oh, you're you're not that great, <laughs> right? right. I'm, I'm not. I, maybe I maybe I can get over this love for you because he's like, that oh, you're per- you're perfect, you're perfect, and all this to me, you're perfect, all of this, but you're an absolute angel, blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah. Oh wait, you're married to my best friend and you just snogged me. Yeah, maybe you're not. Yeah, because that's the thing. You know, she comes out and she does that thing, and I'm like, oh, that was a. You know, I know you just received a romantic gesture, so like pacing movie tone wise, yeah, we're all expecting you to kiss the guy because he's given. But but you are married to his best friend. What are yeah. you doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very. I I I still watch that sequence, and I'm like, I don't really understand that whole plot, that whole story arc is a bit odd but i'll tell you what though it does make me really miss london like though that muse oh god you know right oh god it turned into such a bloody london resident is frightening because throughout all this movie i'm looking looking at all these locations one no it's worse than that though one one i'm saying oh i've been down there or i know where that is or oh yeah 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 now i'm going that, that that's that has got to be worth a fortune. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's got to be worth a be, fortune. Yeah. You know, the, I don't know exactly what muse that one is down, but I'm guessing it's somewhere in Notting Hill. I was going to say. Um, well, I thought I thought maybe somewhere in um, uh, South Ken or or Chelsea sort of way. Yeah, it's it's um, it's West it's West London. Yeah. That that muse is worth millions. Andrew, um, Andrew Lincoln's characters. Um, little studio, studio. flat oh my thing God. less than 50 paces away from the thames mm. <laughs> like <laughs> that's got that's, that's like southern isn't it or like borough isn't it it's borough southern um well right, south bank south bank yeah, yeah yeah um yeah things like that and i'm well, like that's my where bridget God. jones that's where bridget jones lived didn't she she had a flat in borough or somewhere like that or near south bank something like that, that yeah was the, that was the 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 geography of those sort of Richard Curtis, God, he's yeah. So now, so now, so different now, time, mate. Yeah, but but now I'm thinking really boring things. Like, I wonder how much that would cost now. Millions. Alex, what do you think of Gavin the Driver? Can you remember what Gavin the Driver? Did? Oh God, yeah, Good King West. This last Gavin the Driver. <laughs> it wasn't a driver. He was a copper. No, he was a driver. He was the driver, I think, because he introduced him as this is Gavin, my driver. No, he said didn't say driver. He said copper. Oh, did he? Yeah. I'm sure he said it. Well, whatever. It makes it, it... I thought it was so funny, that whole sequence with the yeah. door. And and, yeah. and he just... He turns out... He's a singer. And it's the way that, that Hugh Grant turns around and just goes, okay, Jesus. Okay, we're going for this. <laughs> yeah. thing. Oh, it's, oh, it's so funny. The kids are going mental. Fun fact. Yeah. Um, the... Were they Richard Curtis's grandchildren? Well, I don't know if they're that, but they're the... They, they play the daughters of... Uh... Oh my actor's name Dumbledore we're about to talk about him oh um oh god what's his yeah. name um Jude he's Law the, he's the only Brit that's not in this movie Jude Law, Jude Law. He Jude plays Law. Yeah. Jude Law's daughter in The Holiday which is uh, a yeah. lovely Christmas movie I love that movie and we could have done The Holiday yeah we could have done Hans Zimmer so. yeah it's, it's probably my favourite Hans Zimmer score to be a honest. lot of people a lot of musicians say that I had a friend who's a musician who another friend musician who said that as well um, you don't know him he's just, just another musician <laughs> not friend not me <laughs> not you no, <laughs> right okay 
can have another musician friend. Um, obviously, we've got Liam Neeson meeting Claudia Schaefer. We've got that. Um, we haven't talked much about the Portugal love theme or the Portugal whole scene. And yeah. the Portugal love theme, that's a beautiful piece of music. Yeah. You know, that's that's the one that, that obviously like leads, that, that finishes the film off. Oh, yeah. It, we haven't even talked about any I know, of, the Colin, any of Farrell. Colin, Fir- Colin, yeah. Farrell Colin Firth. Firth. Colin Firth. We haven't Colin talked Farrell's about any of Colin Firth's uh, thing at all because, again, we have the other complete hated character in this movie, which was his first girlfriend that yeah. was... That was shagging his brother. Yeah, yeah. And like, once you've seen this movie twenty million times, and he goes through that thing where he's all puppy dog eyes and uh, um, I love you, I love you, and even when you're a minging mess and you don't mind yeah, that I'm not yeah, coming, yeah. and she's like, "Go away, loser!" Oh, you're you're like, "Oh, fuck off!" Yeah, you oh, are. Yeah, you fucking thing. bitch! I hate like, you. Fuck off! You, 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 fuck you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's it is, really it is funny. so true. It's really funny. Oh man, that sequence is rough though. It what do you really think of is. the whole Portuguese? Well, I mean, it's obviously in France, but what do you think of? Oh, she's Portuguese, the actor. Yeah. The actor plays. What do you think of that whole sequence? That whole story. I, I always thought it was a bit out of place and a bit odd. Because I guess it's not really. I mean, I guess because it's not like London at Christmas time. It's the one that's yeah. a bit further away. Yeah. Well, I mean, in, in what in what regard? Like, because I kind of I I buy their. Oh, no, yeah, I buy it. Yeah, I buy their kind of attraction. I think they're a really cute couple, and I think they have a they have a lot of really nice interactions. And you yeah, know, they they they, they, lovely, they yeah. sell the affection in a very very short space of time. I think, and it's, yes, yeah. they go for the grand gesture proposal, which is like completely insane and ridiculous. And mm. but you know, in the in the tone and the context of the movie, like, I, I it's 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 great. So it, I don't the, so yeah. What what are you on? What are you on well, about? I was going to say, I just on the dialogue piece. I love that bit when he says, uh, you know, saying was it saying, saying, having to say goodbye to you is the saddest part of the day, and or, or something. And she she says in Portuguese, you know, um, leaving you is the is what's the is it's, it's yeah, so clear. So I forget what she says, but it's they very very lovely. There's there's most of their scenes actually. They say kind of the same thing as each other in yes. their two yeah, in their yeah, two yeah. respective yeah, languages. Yeah, languages yeah. And it's really cute watching it, obviously because we get to see both sides with the subtitles. Yeah. Um audience privilege. But yeah, it's great. I really, really like it. And and then the music segues into I think probably my favorite song. I think just my favorite song in general. Yeah. Um, which is the Beach Boys' "God Only Knows," oh, yeah. and what a wonderful way to wrap up the film! Like, what a Definitely. wonderful song to 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 choose because this the song I, I I love "God Only Knows" so much. It's a it's yeah. a piece of music that um, you know will be our we'll be wedding potentially a funeral song as well. It's, it's one that's just Jesus. like it's always there, <laughs> but it's but it's it's like because it is it's it's it says oh we'll take the good we'll take the bad you know you you roll with the punches but yeah, God only there knows you have what the I, facts of life yeah but but yeah but what but God only knows you know I, I love you I hate you sometimes but I don't know where I'd be without you yeah and and um oh it's such a perfect song like it, it is, is such it? a it's a perfect song is what that song is yeah There's... and i love that the movie ends kind of how it begins with shots of randoms in the yep. airport all greeting and hugging each other and then yeah. you know they all the images compound on top of each other and you get that yeah. and you get that love heart at the end well, and you do get this kind of feeling but... that the um that the, the storylines that you've watched 
all the way through the movie with all our main characters were literally just some of those segments but that's what i'm saying that's what they that's what they that's what he deliberately did he the, the point of the end sequence is for you to go these were just a collection of stories that could have been anyone like yeah. these were just just they because it showed all those people coming through the gate and it's like hey they just happen to be there yeah, yeah yeah you god like love is you know obviously all around you like all of these people you could just on one day go to heathrow take a selection of people follow their stories and then there would probably be some sort of lovely romantic. Do you know what I mean? It, it, yeah, and, yeah. And I love that. What, what you've just said it was the, the, the message. It was, was the, the message. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was the point of it. Um, was that, you know, the films followed these people, but it could have really been anyone. Yeah. Um, oh, God. What a, what a great. fucking brilliant movie. The music is unbelievable in this movie. It really, really is. It's you know what's really interesting? Do you know what's really interesting about the music in, in this? And, you might actually enjoy this. You know, this is one of the most popular movies to see in concert. Oh, I, I like I, you, orchestra, I, like orchestra films in concert, like when we what, like what we went to see Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. It's actually playing tonight at the Hammersmith Apollo. Oh, love actually. With, yeah, with a live orchestra. I don't know if I would like it though. Why not? Because I think there's. A lot of repeated stuff. There's a lot of repeated stuff. There's there's, a, a, there's about three or four motifs. There is three or four th- motifs. There's a and and all the big moments are like maybe one or two different kind of yeah, selections all, of things, yeah. and they feel amazing. They feel amazing. I wonder if seeing an orchestra and hearing an orchestra play it, you might be more aware of how the much difference. repeated stuff there is. And no, I don't. I think you'll. Yeah. I think you'll see the difference. Oh, you think it'd be better? It'd be better. Yeah, I'd have a, yeah, I'd have yeah. a better appreciation for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I okay, do. okay. Yeah, that's I think, fair. I think just because, I mean, like as I said, the the example I gave earlier was Total Agony, and Glasgow Love Theme. It's the yeah. same piece of music. It's yeah. the same piece of music. Um, but 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 Glasgow Love Theme has got far more of the orchestra playing it than Total Agony does. Yeah, it does. But if it's the same tune. I don't know. Mm. Hmm. Well, it, it's an example of if a motif's played on a limited number of instruments to give a more intimate setting, is it a different piece of music? You, you've got to say it is. Yeah. So that's why I'm thinking it's probably... Yeah. Gonna, and that'll be amplified more when you... See I wonder... I, if I it's, okay, so I, I think the question is whether or not it's different enough. Is whether or not it's different enough. Because if you've if, if all you've done is done the same thing but with less instruments and a bit softer just to change the mood but it's more or less the same like same chord same melody blah 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 yeah that's probably not enough but like to give another example of when it maybe is enough not not a specific example but if the motif for something else that's been played a lot throughout the movie is just inserted as a little sting inside yeah. another piece of music to tell this to help tell the story but in a completely different scene the main the main meat of the scene is completely new and different music but you're just sticking in uh, recognizable motifs to get consistency yeah do you know what i'm saying yeah yeah i do see what you're saying but i don't know yeah. it'll be interesting yeah well Alex. Yeah. For the final one 
of 2021 and our 99th episode. Oh, oh, the weight of expectation. How many thumbs up are you giving this? two thumbs up. Yeah, it's an easy (laughs) thumbs up, this one. It's two two thumbs up. It was always going to be two thumbs up because we weren't allowed to do a crap movie. No, we weren't. No, we weren't. I wasn't having it. I will never watch that movie, that Home Alone one. I'll uh, never. No, I will never watch that. Yeah, okay. I can't. Fair. There's a few that I'll just never watch, but this <laughs> I will watch time and time again. I'd love to show Love Actually to someone who'd never seen it. You know what? You know what I mean? You know, Wouldn't you, you be know scared? How many movies. Wouldn't you be scared that they'd be like, "This is the dumbest thing I've ever seen." No, I don't think so. I think they would. I think what they'd probably say is, "Isn't this just New Year's Eve?" Oh. <laughs> or is, there's been loads of them hasn't there there's been loads no, of there were in like the five or six following yeah. years after this movie yeah what was or it valentine's they're... day they had valentine's day yeah exactly they're still doing it they they are still doing it but yeah. i wonder hang on i'm gonna find out i'm gonna google i'm, I'm, I'm google's been my friend this whole episode mother's day is weird it's gonna be <laughs> yeah <laughs> Pancake Tuesday. That Pancake would be one I'd watch. Shrove. That would be. No, there is a Shrove Tuesday movie. Fuck off. There, there is, is not a Shrove Tuesday movie. There is. There's not, Alex. Yeah, there is. There's not. There is. Google okay. it. Okay. Okay. Love actually. What we what we search for? Love actually. Um, spinoffs or 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 um, ripoffs. Ripoffs. Yeah. How many Love Actually? Okay, eleven movies. Love Actually. Oh, we we won't adore it. How many knockoffs? Yeah. yeah, there's a there's a there's a Reddit there's a subreddit for this one. You ready? Oh yes. Um, easy successful companies. No one else has. Uh, oh God, there isn't. It's the Reddit. There's no one's commented. Right. <sighs> love Actually ripoffs an exhausted mess. Here's some other Love Actually disaster movies. Okay. You ready? Yeah, I'm gonna go have on. to edit this bit if I don't find any content, Alex. Right, okay. <laughs> Can't find any. <laughs> it's the sort of thing. Wait, okay, we've done them all. Right, let's let's just find out if Shrove Tuesdays and movies. Oh no, here we go. Um, New Year's Eve, Valentine's right. Day. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> that is, it's not that. It can't be just that. Right? Did you say Shrove Tuesdays a movie? What do you say? What? Pancake. No, Shrove Tuesday. Yeah. Shrove Tuesday. Shrove Tuesday. It's a short. Right. It's not a... Re- I'll be st- honest. I'll be honest. I had no idea it was a swing. The story <laughs> of bloody medieval vengeance as the le- as the legendary pancake Marion slays all of those she comes across. Brilliant. What is this? That sounds like Velocipaster. Oh, God. We're going down a rabbit hole. Right. Let's get to the next fucking segment. I'm done with this. Moving forward, yeah, let's do it. Um, we 
we've got so much to talk around and we chatted far too much about fucking pancakes before. Do you want to kick us off? <laughs> the fucking Alex? pancakes. Do you want to kick us yeah, off? Yeah, absolutely I will. So, are, we, are we doing Hawkeye? Sorry. Oh we yeah, let's do, let's do Hawkeye. That. Yeah, let's do Hawkeye. I watched it. I had, to, I had to watch this a few different times. I kind of fell asleep through the first oh, half of this episode. Oh, it was one episode. of those episodes. I, I always find I've got one of the those episodes every series. Yeah. Every one of these series, there's at least one episode where like I watch it and I'll fall asleep twice watching it. Yeah, and then I did I'll that fall too. asleep the day later while watching it. While watching like, it, yeah. This is only 40 minutes long. This should why not be that hard. Why am I struggling so much? Yeah, I, was, I struggled a lot with it. I don't quite know why. Yeah. Um, it's like this series is fine, right? Isn't it? It's, but didn't we always know it was going to be fine? Yeah, I mean, it was never going to be amazing. But like, what I can't help thinking is, is, you know, like if you turn the clock back 10, 15 years, this would be one of the best TV series imaginable. Definitely. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, the it's standards just, I, gone I, up I think so it's this, high. I think it's just the standard that's really cutting this one. What do you think of the reveal at the end? Oh, the Florence Pugh reveal? Yeah. I mean... We 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 thought that was going to happen, though, didn't we? Yeah, I mean, as soon as as soon as he was fighting someone that wasn't that Maya. wasn't what's her face Maya Maya, then oh. I was like, oh yeah, that's Florence Pugh. Yeah, and mainly yeah. because I just remembered the post credits sequence of Black Widow where yeah. she was basically giving him as a target. Yeah, yeah, and um, and you know the 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 Ghost Recon masked villain um had. Very womanly features. Very good, very good. So um, I was like, yep, that's Florence Pugh. It's, I mean, I have nothing much more to say about this episode. Um, there was, I know, it kind of was a bit non, wasn't it? There was, it was a bit of a non episode. I, 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 I do like more Jack, episodes? though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do yeah. like Jack. I love yeah, that yeah. guy. He's yeah. great. He's a very interesting villain. Um, are you, just as a total segue, are you watching True Story on Netflix? I am not. Oh mate, you've got to watch True Story Netflix. It's brilliant. It's a Kevin um Kevin Spacey, Kevin Hart TV series um set in Philadelphia. He he's a sort of famous comedian. Oh. Um, I'm not going to ruin it, but it's a kind of it's not it's not a comedy. It's a drama, like drama. Oh thriller. okay. Oh, I do know what you're talking about. It's but no, bloody I'm not good, watching man. It. Oh, it's really good. You'll you'll like it. Short episodes as well. Sorry, that watch that over Hawkeye. That's yeah, watch that over Hawkeye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. I still think it'll ramp up to something that'll be a very when you look back and it will be a very satisfying like series. Very yeah. satisfying. I really don't think we'll be going. Oh yeah, but episode four was a bit of a dip. I don't yeah. think. I don't think anybody cares about that sort of shit at the end of the day once you've gone through all the episodes and once you've yeah. got the story i really don't think people care will you be watching the other disney disney plus series welcome to earth the the will will smith um, that looks kind of interesting doesn't quite good doesn't that it? looks good i like that i really like you know um actor travel things yeah, like ever Zac since, Efron did a really good one. Zac Efron just, did a good one, but ever since things like, I mean, the original, well, the original, as far as I'm concerned, being Long Way Round. Long Way Round, yeah. Um, yeah. Those were those were great. But then that's oh. kind of like road trip kind of genre as well. I loved Long Way Up. That was beautiful. There was something oh, wasn't just so wholesome about that. Yeah. Um, it was it was a lot more, I, I think the word I would use is a lot more sent- sensitive, that one. It was a bit more like, there was a lot more like things that were at the f- the forefront of that that series. Obviously, yeah. their injuries, and then talking about the electrification, and oh, and they and you know how they fell out for a bit or didn't speak for a while. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, I loved it. That was great. Um, cool. That's Hawkeye, and then a few other little tangents off on. You're next, yeah. yeah? 
Absolutely. There's a few trailers. Yes. We had a bit of a running joke a few weeks back that we always release episodes right before like a hot new trailer. Yeah, yeah. It comes out. Well, this week we're in the unique situation that we know exactly what trailer we're going to miss out on. Yes. Which is uh, Fantastic Beast 3 Secrets of Dumbledore. Yes. Could you imagine 20 years ago or 15 years ago that we were going to get a movie called Fantastic Beast 3 Secrets of Dumbledore? It's nuts, isn't it? It's nutty. It's atrocious, isn't it? Yeah. It's like, it's it's low-key atrocious. Like, that's not yeah. something that I'm excited about. <laughs> because the reason I say this, the reason I say this is because we got a teaser trailer, which is basically, uh, it's basically a celebration of the Wizarding World up until this point. And then there's like a a, a, a 10 second stinger at the, at the end of it saying, yeah. full trailer coming on Monday. Monday, yeah. Yeah, so that's why I say we know what trailer we're going to be missing out on. So, yeah. um yeah, I mean, what what what's your thoughts on uh, well, we got, this franchise as a Jesus, whole? Jesus, is a helicopter like going ahead upside? Fucking time. Why is it? Why do you live in such a shitty neighborhood where there's Mate, always crime? You lived around the corner <laughs> from here for years. Why is there so Don't much even? Cr- <laughs> answer me this: Why why are so many bad people where you sleep? Where you? Where Wait, you? I'm in, why I'm in a, do you? I'm in a I'm in a second floor flat. You're on a ground floor. Who's more? Who's why more at risk? Why do you? Why do you constantly put Ilhem at risk everywhere that she calls home? Right. <laughs> well, um, I'll I'll put up with those questions from her, mate. Not from me. <laughs> <laughs> I want to leave. <laughs> sick of the bricks. Right. What do you think window. of fucking Dumbledore? <laughs> Just answer this so we can leave. Um, yeah, it's just I'm exhausted. You can you can tell that everyone's tired. Yeah, like this just was not the right horse to back, was it? But like this story is where you should have done it. I mean, the, this story should have been told. I know, telling I know. it under the Fantastic Beasts thing, it's just weird. Yeah. It's like it's it's just the joke's gone too far. You should have just done Fantastic Beasts and where to find them. Stop. Great little yeah. self-contained little movie. No need for Newt Scamander for any of the rest of this series. Yeah, yeah. There's no need for him. He's not involved with any of Dumbledore's stuff. Just stop that. Yeah, then and go like on forcing him another... to be involved is just such a shoehorned thing at this point. Yeah, because you're absolutely yeah. right. Because that that first Fantastic Beast movie, I, I can't say it, I can't say I was that excited by it, but it was fine. Can we all agree yeah. that it was a fine? It, it was, was fine. fine. It didn't need anything else. It just it didn't need a, a sequel or anything. It was fine. Yeah. Just keep just keep that character. Newt's command. He's a fucking. He, he wrote a textbook in the first movie or the first book and that's why this has happened yeah he's not a big hero oh it's just it's a bit odd isn't it yeah no it is it is and to go even to go kind of like even more meta about it the, the, the original fantastic beast and where to find them in the real world was like a world book day little 50 piece thing like yeah. it was a free book that you picked yeah. up at the edinburgh book festival yeah 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 uh, yeah, it's just it's mad that it's mad that this is like supposed to be a big franchise, isn't it? Yeah, and and then throughout all of it, they're because they're, you know, they're trying to rush everything out out the door and make everything so fast, so fast. They've got to 
deal with Johnny Depp and not having Johnny Depp. Oh, that's Depp right. We and... had Mads Mikkelsen in this one. Which is weird. great, because sh- any sh- amount of Mads Mikkelsen is fantastic in my book. It's just nuts that that's now... In two films, we've had three people playing that character. Yeah, I know, right. It's fucking bananas. Yeah, uh, like, when everybody... And I've just not keep had. It as Colin I've, I, yes, n- hey, Farrell. I got them mixed up the other way. <laughs> you did. I got them mixed up the You're other way this time. You're an absolute spaz, mate. Um, yeah, everybody I talked to, right when the first movie came out, it was just like, oh, it should have been Colin Farrell all the way through, shouldn't it? <laughs> why did they? Him. Why did they change him to Johnny Depp? Just keep him as Grindelwald all the way through. Yeah. I don't know why they didn't. It, it would have been brilliant, you know. Colin Farrell versus Jude Law. What a great, what a great versus. Yeah, what a definitely. great versus that would have been. Jude Law, I love as young Dumbledore because he's yeah. the kind of actor that has the twinkle. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, he's, he's he the, does. the eye twinkle. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. If Matt Mickelson had been there from the start, he would have been great too. Definitely. Johnny Depp was such a bad choice. Yeah, he was because he was just doing Johnny Deppness, wasn't he? Such a bad choice. Yeah, I know. But so terrible. Look, could it be a good movie? Yeah, probably could. Didn't wasn't World War Two in the second one or something like no, that? No, World War One. Oh, well, were they talking about tanks or some shit? And it's just a bit like this has got weird. No, it was weird. Yeah, I mean, um, Johnny Depp took a big hit off his wizard skull bong that sees into the future. And basically, when oh we have to wizard, wizards have twice. to be in power because uh, human humanity is going to kill each other in yeah. twenty years, so yeah. we have to take power. I mean, so, I'm going to have to watch cool. that movie. I guess it does explain why all the wizarding stuff is so ancient. Like wizards took over when all of that stuff was. It's not even that ancient, though, is it? No, they got radio. Yeah, <sighs> they got radio. Yeah, yeah. I do. I really like the cult. The the kind of. Uh, culture and society of of the wizarding world the fact that they do have some stuff but it's only it's only stuff that they couldn't do with magic so yeah you can't you can't have radio with magic can you well really, i think they do yeah they do because there's, there's like passwords and stuff you've got to listen into in in the seventh book they, they they like there's a secret pirate radio channel where yep. all the kind of the resistance against Voldemort. But I mean, you can't like have a spell. Sorry, was that me listen... just answering your question and then you just ignoring it? How you can have magic? They literally there is like a code word that you have to. Yes, say I to... know they have wizard radio. <laughs> yes, they have wizard radio, but it's still a fucking radio. It's not. <laughs> it's not a spell. It's not a spell, and they've that they've just con- conjured an ethereal voice that's en- yeah. that's entertaining them forever. It's a literal it's a, radio. It's actually, that's it's what a port I'm saying. Key support key alex right i'm done with this (laughs) i'm I'm done with this are we um before i guess like another trailer that came out was uh the tragedy of macbeth which has it's a joel cohen a24 film um francis mcdormand and denzel oh tick and tick i mean that's got everything i need a24 a cohen brother yep francis mcdormand denzel yep and it's a scottish play yeah that's it's, everything. Mate, it's the Scottish play. The Scottish play. I'm excited for that. Um, Ralph Innocent is also going to be in that movie because he is in every single A24 movie that exists, <laughs> which I quite love, actually. Well, um, you know, you got to have your so, career. Or Chris Finch as well, as he was most famously for in The Office. Um, before we get to the oh, Sonic the 2, Sonic the 2, Sonic 2 had a, Sonic the Hedgehog 2 had a trailer. Did you watch the first one? No. Did you? No. Apparently it's all right. Well, yeah, no, uh, and it was only really in the news 
because the fans didn't like the design of the Sonic in the first trailer. Yeah. Which I was, I'll be honest, I was completely indifferent. I was, yeah. I, I could not care less at all at that first hedgehog. And I've gone back to it and they go, oh, you, this is just objectively so much better. Like the eyes and the fur and all that. And I'm like, it, it's, it's a running it's blue. A it's, a, it's a blue hedgehog with sneakers. What are yeah. you on about? You can design it as madly as you want. What are you saying? And then I think because of that, people actually went out to see the thing more yeah. than probably would have done if it was just released yeah and uh people went yeah it's all right jim carrey's funny <laughs> so yeah um, thanks i knew that bradley cooper and kate blanchett are in a trailer for their new film coming out called nightmare alley which is kind of like um it's a weird crime thrillery sort of one it's r-rated apparently it's doing very very well at the moment okay um, although it's, it's one of these classics it's not released until the end of january but it's obviously been released in a couple of cinemas and the reviews right. that have come back are very very good uh, a classic oscar bait sort of movie um i think it's kind of like a noir movie it looks really good okay. look at the trailers it's kind of like yeah, a well. female psychiatrist male psychiatrist it's kind of psychology kind of movie it looks pretty good uh, and then kira knightley is in another film another kira knightley chat called um called silent night night with a k um which is a silent kind of nightly Christmasy. yeah silent nightly uh which great looks great but hey like that's how the, the trailers i've got there's a, there's a few you've got a few don't you i think halo had a yeah halo the tv series to well to link in with the newest game coming out which mm. is very very exciting i can't mm. wait to dive in and play that for about the 10 minutes that i have time to play video games these days yeah but um yeah a tv series from paramount that's going to be streaming next year on paramount plus the paramount thing was very apparent when i was watching this really it was How very so? much like paramount paramount it was in the corner the whole oh, time Oh right yeah 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 yeah. i thought you were like, gonna say maybe we, like the the, the, the colors and uh stuff well, like okay, you know what do you think of the colors alex well no no it's just because i mean you've theorized this this before we've, ch we've chatted about it on the air and off the air about how a lot of these streaming giants or just the streaming services they all kind of have a look yes they all kind of yes. look like a netflix show looks like a netflix show and a De disney plus show looks like a disney plus show yeah, and amazon yeah. have their own kind of hues as well yeah, yeah so yeah. i was wondering if you were maybe drawing a line between the halo tv series and for example star star trek discovery for example yeah another, well i think that the the um the, the thing that probably looks quite similar between those two things halo and star trek Discovery, is the budget they both look low budget so that's something that I, that's what, because when i watched this trailer i was a bit like there's a couple of scenes that don't look particularly they look quite b-movie-esque it's interesting isn't it because this is not the first time that they've tried to do live action halo yeah in fact it's not even the second time that they've tried to do live action halo and it, it just seems to be one of those cursed things yeah. that we don't quite believe it, it just ends up looking a bit starship troopers ish yeah yeah um so i mean as as with always i'll always say jury is out you know there's no quality until it's actually there on the screen and we're able to watch it but it's um i, I can't say I, well is there enough of it to really no. say it doesn't look great but but it, there's a couple of shots i'm like oh that student film ish isn't it 
Like, well, or yeah, you, I would like to see you do better. Well, I know a couple of students who do film who would be able to, but uh, more no, 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 I'm not talking about people. You know, I'm talking about you. No, I definitely couldn't because I'm not a student. I literally said it looks student film esque. Right. At no point am I a film student. Look, all you would need to do, right, Cal. I'd like you to do better. No, 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 no. Right. <laughs> all you would need to do to become a film student with the qualifications that I know you have is literally fill out a UCAS application. You could be a film student by this time next year, <laughs> at, at which point you would be a film student, and I would still say to you, you could not make that. Oh, in a year? No, definitely not. I, I would need to maybe at least do like two years or something like that. <laughs> right, okay. That second year is vital, yeah, two, Alex. Two, two, years of, uh, two years of learning and then your foundation year, your, fa- your foundational exactly. year of industry, I don't know. Sorry, you keep going though because we're running out of time because there's a few yeah, other little things on. I wanted to get to. Um, well, I mean, like, compare it to another thing that I want to talk around. Yeah. The, let, let's talk about some games. Um, Fab. Star Wars Eclipse yes. had its its featurette trailer, or the cinematic trailer, yeah, the cinematic trailer. Um, with with which, as usual, with cinematic trailers, absolutely no information about how this is no. going to play as a game whatsoever. It's literally just Star Wars. It could have been a Star Wars movie trailer, frankly. Well, that's what I was going to say. I I started watching this trailer and I thought this was going to be a. Um, I thought this was a movie that I yeah. forgot had been announced. I yeah. thought we were getting a Knights of the Old Republic style movie. Yeah. And because it just looked like a film, like it, it looked like none. That's got to have been live shot. None of, surely that's not no, been created by a game engine. Yeah, has. I, yeah, I'm, I'm sure it has. I'm sure it has. Fucking I, hell! The cinematic, the the level of cinematics that you can get nowadays are like crazy good. That is crazy mental. good, and it looks beautiful. It and does. as I said, there's there's literally nothing to go off here because no. we've had you know we've had cinematic trailers for games since the dawn of time mm. i remember watching dead island the, do you remember the force unleashed 2 cinematic trailer no i can't it's got really flowing capes and burning lightsabers and he pulls a star destroyer out of the sky and it crashes to the earth and it looks fan bloody tastic do you ever get to do it in the game absolutely not that's just for the tra- that's just for the trailers, but it's there to like sell the concept of like um hyper real force things, and I think the concept that this mo- that this uh, movie this game trailer is selling mm. is the idea that there's lots of locations. It's kind of gonna be really character and story driven. Yeah, yeah. So I wonder how much, if any, combat elements there are going to be because we've obviously still got the, um, the Jedi series mm, going mm. going through the um, Cal Kestis stuff, yeah. which I'm it, which I'm very keen to continue to be honest because I really liked that first game. I still uh, dip back into it time to time, but you know I looked inside myself and I came to the realization that. Any Star Wars video game is an instant buy for me. I'm just mm. a I'm just mm. a customer right there for um for Star Wars video games because I love them and I love the world and I love the Star Wars universe and it's great and I want to dive into it as much as I can. So yeah, this is something I'm super looking forward to, even though I have no idea what it is. Mm. Yeah, no, I, I I'm genuinely so excited to see what this one is. Um. Before we, I mean, the other game trailer was the, the 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 Kill the Justice League, the Suicide Squad trailer. 
Oh yeah, came out. The kind of and that was an action game trait. Like, that looks awesome because yeah. it kind of showed the kind of interplay between Captain Boomerang and the Flash. Yeah, because um, obviously they're kind of villains and, and enemies. And good. It looks so yeah. great. Like, I will. I, I will play this game. I will play this game because I really like the Arkham trilogy. I don't know whether or not I'm gonna get the fucking Gotham Knights not arkham well, game that one already that's also had another trailer recently and it really is ramping up the the um the court of owls as, as being yeah. the villain for this which by the way we haven't even chatted about that the batman the matt reeve batman next year the, the court of owls i bet you they're the hidden villain in that yeah, yeah. they are aren't they yeah because it's not really i mean the joker apparently barry keegan's been cast as the joker but that was a that was a rumor. His brother, I don't know if you oh, saw yeah, this. That his was like brother. a delete, deleted social media yeah, post. Yeah, did you yeah, see yeah. that? Barry Keegan's brother announced that and then had it deleted. Yeah. So you know we're not gonna get Joaquin Phoenix's Joker. We're gonna get that Barry Keegan, which I think he'd be a great Joker. Yeah, by the way, yeah, like yeah. I think he'd be really yeah. good. Um, it's always the weird ones, isn't it? It's always the weird people that get cast as the Joker. Yeah, yeah. Um, the final trailer we saw um a little bit was the, the across the spider verse yeah absolutely um, it wasn't so much of a trailer as a kind no. of first look it was like a yeah. whole scene yeah and as usual i love the this animation i need to it's watch brilliant. that first movie again to be honest. oh it's so good and we got more Haley steinfield as well i mean she's doing amazing work obviously yeah. with getting getting the uh, the hawkeye series under her belt but also she's back as spider gwen which yeah. is great i, I she's she was the spider gwen was brilliant was yeah. such a brilliant character yeah. um no, I, I mean, this is an inst- instant win, I think, for this one. I think um, Phil Lord and Chris Miller are just amazing filmmakers. I, I love especially all the anime, every single animated movie they've ever made, I've, I've loved. Yeah. So yeah. Th- there, there's nothing that suggests that this will be anything less than that. Well, Alex, that's the end. It is. Uh, and it's not just the end of moving forward. That's that's the end of the podcast for this year. It is. We're we're wrapping up, guys. Um I I guess I mean, you know, it's been a crazy couple of years. We we started the show I think just before the first um lockdown and yeah, and, and largely it kept us sane doing it. And and whilst the first year we were sort of we were jangly, we were finding our feet. Um this year I feel like the podcast is kind of we've 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 really fallen into our pattern, and it's been because of you guys listening, you know, writing in and giving us, telling us our feedback, telling us what you like, what you don't like. It, it's been a huge part of why we've been able to do this and reaching out to you guys. It's, I mean, it it's a nause at times. You know, we sit and we we have to, you know, break our weeks every single week. We have to record at odd hours. We have to yeah. lose files. We send. Um, files and then they don't get received. Only, only or... a couple of re-records, only which I'm very of... pleased at yeah, because exactly. that, when that crop rears its rug, ugly head, that's when that's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's a that's real. When, that's when the patience is tested. Yeah, exactly. The grit and the tenacity <laughs> has to shine through. But we we do it because we love it, um, and we love doing this show. We um, we will continue to do this show for for as many years i mean i don't know we we've no plans of stopping um and we we've got more plans to do some more exciting things next year um so just from the from the bottom of our hearts and speaking for both of us thank you so much for listening we we really appreciate it yeah no honestly i really really second that and i am um, we are collectively aware that there are a lot of movies coming out 
in, yeah. the, in the next month that we should be putting our head in our hands and going we're not we're not reporting on any of these yeah and that's yeah. ridiculous but no it's... spider-man no matrix yeah, no, yeah. it's like but, but it... We will, we will, we'll, we'll we will get, get a round up. We'll yeah, a we'll get to up. them. We'll get to them. And, and, you know, we've got our hundredth episodes coming out next year. So, so again, just to lead you in. So I'm traveling. Um, I'm going to be actually stateside um, yeah. for, for, you know, nearly a month, actually, just, just for some work. Uh, I'm not looking to take the equipment with me. So there will be a bit of a hiatus. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll upload a few little things, little kind of talking heads or whatever mm-hmm, um, throughout mm-hmm. the, throughout the year. Um, I'm looking to, to, I don't think we're going to do the best of this year. I don't have time, but we will do the, all the intros in one. So stand by for that. I'll try and release yeah. that closer to Christmas time um, for you guys. Um, but we will be back going through the motions will return. Definitely. As it says at the end of the, or to be continued, going the motion will, will return with a, with a Christmas or a new year wrap up. Um, and that will be at the end of January, we believe. Fabulous. It's probably not going to be till the end of January, so so quite a while away. Um, but Alex, before we get there, for the last time of 2021, what do they have to do now? Well, I'll tell you, Callum, what they got to do is find us on the Apple Podcast app. Give us a cheeky little five-star rating, if you mm, please. Please. And uh, you can also leave us a review if you want. If you don't want to review us, you can tell us your favorite movie soundtrack, your favorite movie. Do I usually say it the other way around? Doesn't Maybe matter. I do. Doesn't what, matter. I'll say what I want. Say what you want, and the next year, the next episode, you can do it again. But the, but that'll be your New Year's resolution. But you'll have to do yeah. it that way every single time. But regardless of what you write, we love to see, read, and hear mm. all of it. You can also find us on many other platforms that you like to listen to your podcast, such as Spotify mm. and the Acast app and Amazon and mm. Google and you know all in, of them all of yeah. them insert yeah. a couple more if you want i'm sure we're there yeah. uh if you want to get more directly in touch with us we have an email uh, address as well don't we yeah it's motionspod at gmail.com we're also on instagram and for the last time thank you very very much to our wonderful graphics designer ktc graphics design where i think still just before christmas there's a an opportunity to get a last minute christmas present isn't there on us yeah well funnily enough no there's not because uh, she's gone and shut her shop for the year but i'm gonna give you the discount code anyway because it will open up next year and um if you enter motions pod 20 uh at checkout you will get a 20 percent discount which is quite nice wonderful now as i say we're not going to be back um i think till the end of january um where we will be back i think either for our 100th episode now we've yet to decide whether that's going to be a wrap-up i sorry a wrap of the films that are around christmas or it's going to be a a new uh, film, but it's probably going to be a big one. So you're yeah. going to want to you're going to want to we'll do something. That one. We'll do something. We'll, we'll do make something. that one special. Anyway, thank you very very much for listening, and we'll be back again soon. Until then, bye now. All right, guys, ta ta.